go to work, bro. You play ball like a girl. is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, party people. How's everybody doing? Happy Tuesday, a Tuesday that feels like a Tuesday. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody knows what day it is. Everybody's ready to go. Uh, for two hours here of the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us today on the Ticket Radio Network, all over your radio dial, 95.3, 96.9, 104.1, KDA, 970 AM. And then, of course, also online at 95.3theticket.com. We're streaming today, as we are every day, on your TuneIn app. Just get that downloaded to your smartphone and then search for KDA. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough, call us. 8709303776. That is the number on the right fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. And of course, you can also shout at us on social. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to head. And then on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, uh, you can also search for that hashtag for our question uh, WDRZ. I'm Kara, joined in studio today by producer Will Oswalt. Hey. Tuesday pinch hitter. Yes. Or yes. backup, I guess, in this case, since we're talking football. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he uh, he's coming in off the bench, Will is, today and every Tuesday, since, of course, it's a, an A-State press conference day, and, and Cade Carlton is out there taking in the sights and sounds from Coach Butch Jones and everyone else that will be speaking today. But we always appreciate Will uh, stepping in and stepping up weekly here with us on uh, on the Workday Red Zone. Uh, we'll also hear today from Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll join us in studio at 1.30. His name is on the sheet today. And then a uh, couple of clips coming up this hour, in fact, brought to you, um, excuse me, this hour, uh, from Keith Gill, Sunbelt Conference Commissioner, of course. Uh, Monday is always Sunbelt Media Day, and he jumped on the media call yesterday because, I mean, why would you not? If you're yeah. Keith Gill, <laughs> just a if little. If you're Keith Gill, I, I absolutely would have uh, oh would have also spent yesterday tooting my own horn because great, great weekend from the Sun Belt, which we'll still continue to talk about some today. Want to welcome aboard a new sponsor here hey. on the Workday Red Zone. Uh, thank you to David Martin Office Interiors. We'll get you caught up uh, over the next well quite a while on, hey. on everything that they provide. Welcome, uh, but they will sponsor our <laughs> noon hour here on the Workday Red Zone. Let's go through some news and notes before we throw out our question of the day and really get rolling here. Of course, uh, the the focus this week for Arkansas State football is on Memphis. However, yesterday the Sunbelt Conference announced kickoff time for A-State's Week 4 game at Old Dominion. We told you this yesterday, but I wanted to repeat myself uh, because uh, I did not factor in the Eastern time zone the first time we told you this kickoff. So the Red Wolves and Monarchs will square up on Saturday, September the 24th at 5 p.m. 
p.m. Central Time. <laughs> 5 p.m. our time is <laughs> yeah. what time that game is going to get underway. First ever meeting between the two programs as, of course, Old Dominion is one of those four new teams in the Sunbelt Conference this season. Meanwhile, Arkansas football's Ricky Stromberg and Drew Sanders each earned SEC Weekly Honors, the league announced yesterday. Stromberg named the league's Offensive Lineman of the Week, while Sanders received Defensive Player of the Week recognition. Sanders also named the Walter Camp National FBS Defensive Player of the Week on Sunday. And coming up tonight, St. Louis Cardinals going to look to add to their NL Central Division lead as they welcome Milwaukee to Bush Stadium for a two-game set. Uh, the edge right now is stands at eight games, but tonight's first pitch, 6 45-95-9. The Wolf will talk Cardinals with you coming up in, in hour two, if that's all right. As far as today's KavanaughCars.com question, I am blatantly stealing this from Arkansas State Athletics, okay? Uh, okay. Earlier today, Arkansas State Athletics, uh, both on their Facebook and on their Twitter account, at A-State Red Wolves, posted this. Quote, help us find an official stadium anthem for the vault. So, I thought we would just... It, it's a great question. So, I'm going to steal it for today's question of the day. And I want to know what you think that official anthem should be. What should be the official stadium anthem for the vault? Now, I want to be, be very clear here. We, people in A-State Athletics today have, have better things to do than to sit here and listen for two hours to all of your answers. So, um, if you have an answer that you are passionate about, then make sure you respond to the official A-State Athletics accounts on social media. Again, they have this posted on Twitter. They have this posted on Facebook. These questions are really easy to find. So, again, make sure you you tag them or respond to them or something like that. But otherwise, this is going to be just a fun debate for us here over the course of the next couple of hours. Now, I am trying to think about all the different things that make a stadium anthem great. And kind of here is my short checklist. And ideally, your answer would, would fit this bill. One, I feel like it is... It is something that can encourage crowd interaction, whether it's stomping your feet or singing along or clapping or shining a light from your phone or whistling or something. It's going to do something that gets fans up and and involved with the music. Two, since this is going to be the official stadium anthem for the vault, I would like to see this be something unique. So... I get that, you know, Sweet Caroline is a jam, but that one's been used for years oh, at, yeah. at more facilities. I get that that Inner Sandman is epic, but that's yeah. been Virginia Tech's entrance for multiple years. I get sure. that Jump Around encourages crowd participation, yes. but other schools have been there and done that. I Wisconsin, get that, yeah, I get that Seven Nation Army is awesome in terms of stadium anthems, but again, been there, done that. And as much as I would absolutely love to have an excuse to listen to Narco every week for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the season... Um, that's that's obviously being used by by another pitcher right now. Actually, you know what? I take that back because we can just sit here and script a playlist today because it's sure. Tuesday. We don't have anything better to do. Obviously, we're talking about a song that's going to be played over the live speaker, uh, the loudspeaker. But also, I would kind of love to see the A State band play Narco. Hey, you there can't, you there's go. There's got to be somebody who can Heck crush yeah. crush that trumpet solo. In addition, it's got that great beat in the background right. that your that the A State drumline could crush. So no doubt, A State A State bands, where you at? Pride Let's, of the natural uh, state. Yeah. Come on. Well, 
So that's, uh, but again, but they are talking about more of a, a different yes. official stadium stadium anthem. So we thrown out, all right, it needs to be in, encouraged crowd participation. It needs to be unique to A-State. And then also, it needs to be something the students like. Now, that doesn't ah. mean you have to throw out a suggestion of something that's been a, a song from the past five years. Because I am out of the loop in terms of what the youths are listening to today. <laughs> but... What I mean by that is that although I might personally love your suggestion for a 70s arena rock anthem, if the students aren't going to love it, then this is not going to work. Could they buy into something that, that was made in the 70s, 80s? And you Sure, of course. Yes. But keep that in mind when you're suggesting it. Are the students going to like this? Because ultimately, the students set the tone of of kind of fan reaction on a game day. And if they don't love it, it's not going to work. It's just not. So just keep all of those in mind. Uh, those are my ideas, again, on what makes a great stadium anthem. But we'd love to hear your thoughts throughout the course of the day as well. And again, make sure you also comment on the official A-State Red Wolves post on Twitter. If if this is something you're passionate about, if you're just calling in today to shoot the breeze and you're just like, ah, I like this song, it'd be cool to hear it, okay. But if you want to uh, see your song as a finalist, you need to respond to them. Uh, They want, uh, by the way, for you to send in these submissions by noon on September the 20th. And then once they have uh, several submissions, they're going to put out a poll. Okay. And then when A-State finally gets to play back in Jonesboro on October the 1st, when the Red Wolves host ULM, they will reveal the first song that will be tried out. So that is the game plan there. So... Again, what should be the official stadium anthem of the vault? That is our official KavanaughCars.com question today. And we look forward to your responses. We're going to go ahead and step aside, though. The Right Fiber Hotline is going to be open during the break. 930-3776. We'll be back after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. It's almost here. The NEA District Fair. Same place, same great fun. Extended days are back for even more fun. The fair kicks off Thursday, September 22nd and runs through Saturday, then picks up again Monday the 26th for a full week of everything fair. Get ready for all the incredible carnival rides, animals, entertainment, food, and fun you can handle. Armbands are sold daily with the exception of Tuesday. Get armbands Monday through Thursday for $20 and Friday and Saturday for $20. $25. Single ride tickets will still be available. On the 27th, it's a two for Tuesday. All admissions are just two bucks, all rides are two bucks, and even certain food items and game specials on the Midway are two bucks. Thursday is senior day. Anyone over 65 gets in free from one to six. Gates open at four for the Midway, Monday through Friday and noon on Saturday. Gate admission is only $6 for adults, $3 for kids Monday through Friday, and $6 gate admission for everyone on Saturday. And kids 12 and under are admitted free on Friday, September 30th from one to six. September 22nd through October 1st, the NEA District Fair, where old friends meet. We'll see you at the fair. Get huge savings now at Kavanaugh Ford. On all Ford, new and certified pre-owned vehicles and stock. And we're the only ones discounting our new vehicles. Like a new 2022 Ford F-150. Now $3,000 off MSRP. Go to KavanaughFord.com for our entire selection. Buying a certified pre-owned vehicle at Kavanaugh Ford gets you a great price. Plus added value. Like the Kavanaugh Ford Blue Advantage, which means every Pre-owned vehicle on the lot has limited bumper-to-bumper and powertrain warranty, 24-7 roadside assistance, and a detailed multi-point inspection. 
due to a record amount of trade-in, we've accumulated a high volume of certified pre-owned vehicles that must be sold. We have every make and every model, so you're sure to find the vehicle for you. Plus, get $3,000 off MSRP on a new 2022 Ford F-150. And every vehicle purchased at Kavanaugh comes with a maintenance plan included. Great saving plus great service equals real value at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. Ready for some fun? Whether it's water skiing on the lake, exploring the less traveled roads by ATV, or cruising across the country in your RV, contact Arkansas Federal Credit Union today. They have great rates and flexible terms to fit your budget and your sense of adventure for boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more. There's no cost to apply, and the application is easy. Get started today at AFCU.org. Credit criteria applies. Visit AFCU.org for details. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you, do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Super Tents. And for the last 18 years, I've been telling you that the best tent shop in the Mid-South is Super Tents in Jonesboro. And 18 years later, that statement still rings true. Super Tents is the best. So if your vehicle needs tent, take it to Super Tents. A Super Tents tent job gives you the privacy that you need. It insulates your vehicle, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. And let's be real, every vehicle looks better with tent. And this month, Super Tents is giving $5 Shadrachs gift cards away with every new winter. Window tent install. And at the end of the month, one lucky Super Tents customer wins free coffee for a month from the Shadracks on Nettleton. So if your vehicle needs tent, take it to Super Tents. They've been voted best of the best. Arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service. Occasions Magazine's Reader's Choice Award for window tent and so many more. Call for a free quote. 870-933-TENT. That's 870-933-TINT. Check them out at 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Log on to supertents.net or find them on Facebook when you search Super Tense Jonesboro. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. We welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Our noon hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Whether you need desk or other seating cubicles, need some help with your Design layout or space planning. Hit up David Martin Office Interiors. 870-972-0180. Again, you can reach them at 972-0180. Question of the day today. What should be the stadium anthem for the vault? Uh, A-State Athletics threw out that question earlier. And we're going we're gonna to steal it. It's a good question. It's a good question. It's a Tuesday. We don't have to, you know, we've already recapped the weekend uh, we'll start looking ahead to Memphis here in just a moment, but you know it's just Tuesday, so we're not diving too heavy oh, yeah. into uh, pregame previews or anything like that. So, great question for today, and looking forward to your feedback on the Right Fiber Hotline at nine three zero three seven seven six. Let's talk Memphis here in just a moment. Uh, it is Tuesday again. Keep stating the obvious here. Uh, it's Tuesday, so that means at twelve thirty today, Butch Jones will have his weekly press conference. Very interested to to hear about what he says, uh, his key takeaways from that game at, at Ohio State, and of course, what he has to say about looking ahead to Memphis as well. But 
it seems like, you know, it really seems like Arkansas State left Columbus really healthy. Which Very is good. Yeah, which is one of the most <laughs> important things that they can come out of a game that early in the season. Um, I, I am curious, you know, I think, you know, John Mincy left that Ohio State game just a little bit early. Curious what his status is there, although I think it's it's positive. Uh, Champ Fleming's, of course, was was a little dinged up uh, late in that game. Curious to hear if there's any update there, although, again, I, I haven't heard anything uh, that makes me, me nervous. And, of course, I, I want to know if Tavaitland's hot is going to be available oh, yeah. on Saturday. We have not seen him yet. And while Champ Fleming's is, has done a great job and some of the other Arkansas State wide receivers have, have as well, you know, at, at some point in time, there's going to have to be more of an offensive attack than just uh, Champ Fleming's. There's going to have to be some more guys that, that get into the mix there. Tavaitland's hot had a great game, by the way, last year against Memphis. He scored the first A-State touchdown of the game last season back on September the 11th of 2021. And it was on a 53-yard pass from Lane Hatcher. He finished that game with nine receptions and 123 yards. He was a big, big part of what A-State did receiving-wise that game along with Jeff Foreman and and a few others. Uh, A-State aired it out, aired it out last year against Memphis, 582 yards, which was absolutely insane. But, uh, of course, going back and flashing back on that contest, Last year at Centennial Bank Stadium, I mean, it was it was it was bonkers. Fifty-five to fifty games usually get uh, get pretty wild, and that one last season was was no exception. It was a little bit of a, a frustrating game as going through and, and looking at this box score. You know, A State was a team that that early in this one or throughout most of the game kind of struggled on third down, but kept giving Memphis opportunities to extend drives uh shocker i know you're gonna be shocked but this was a game where arkansas state gave up a lot of chunk plays uh which of course was a big achilles heel last year including touchdowns of 55 yards 70 yards 40 yards 75 yards 50 yards and another 75 yarder the chunk plays last year were were insane insane in this game Yet that being said, of course, one of the most memorable storylines of this game was that James Blackman was brought in with Arkansas State trailing 41-23 to and two and a half minutes left in the third quarter. And he showed off that cannon that had made him an effective starter in the ACC. It was game two of the season. So, you know, you flash back to game one last year. Blackman didn't look great against UCA uh, as an FCS opponent. Rightfully, Butch Jones pulled him. Threw in Lane Hatcher. Lane Hatcher went off to to finish that game. Then in game two, Lane Hatcher was fine, but not overly effective against Memphis. So what happened? Jones made another quarterback switch, and James Blackman was absolutely on fire to finish the rest of that game. Threw a touchdown on just the second pass of the game and had uh, an absolutely bonkers fourth quarter that ultimately ended with you know Arkansas State having an opportunity right at the end of that game to be able to get a win did not quite work out but the opportunity was certainly there for the Red Wolves to come away with a win I don't think this Memphis team that A-State is going to face on Saturday is as good as the Memphis team that A-State faced last year I know that the A-State team that's going to play in Memphis 
in Saturday is better than the A-State team that was on the field in 2021 in Jonesboro. But we'll look at some other takeaways from that loss last year here in just a moment. Red Wolf Mark, what are you doing? How are you doing today, Miss Carey? With you? Good. How are you? All right. I forgot to ask you last week who won this. I mean, this week you know who won the pick. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I thought I asked you. Find out. Yeah. Y- you know, I always uh, announce it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Everybody know. Everybody knows this kid I'm about to talk about. His name. Yeah, I used to bring him to the ball games with me. Good with football games and good football games and basketball games. He's in Special Olympics. His name is Todd Evil. Yeah, we know Todd. Good dude. Uh, okay. His, uh, Saturday, his mom passed away. Oh, man. Yeah, so we need to put her, uh, we, we need to put Todd on our prayer list and pray for him. Okay. That's a good and if idea. There's any, and if there's anybody wants to, we're, we're, we're doing a little gift basket for him. Does anybody want to reach out there and uh, meet me something? Just meet me somewhere. And if y'all want to give me snacks, put in this gift basket, whatever you want to do. I mean, it'll go a long way for the family. Uh, just help, just help, just help the family out in a lot of ways, you know. Because uh, Todd, Todd needs dirt. Todd needs this at this time, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna my phone number if you wanna. Get a little something to put in the gift basket. Call me at eight seven zero three four zero eight six nine seven, and let us help him out. You know, I mean, he, they, they need he needs some help with this. He, 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 I know he's having a hard time. Just pray for him and you know, give him something for his gift basket. And, just call and I sure do appreciate everybody around Dunwall and go Red Wolves. Thank you, Red Wolf Mark. Thank you. All right. He leaves the phone lines open at 9303776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Again, today's KavanaughCars.com question, which should be the official stadium anthem of the vault? I'm very firm on my answer, but we'll wait and throw it out later on today as we bring the conversation back to to Memphis. Of course, last year's game was one of what has been, you know, several fun finals in this series over the years, but Memphis has not necessarily been a kind place for A-State to play as of late. In fact, uh, the last time A-State won in Memphis, I'm pretty sure it was, was it the Bluff City Miracle game? Trying to think. I think it was, because those two, I mean, A-State had, you know, the last wins in the series were, you know, Hugh Freeze absolutely walloped. Walloped Memphis back in 2011, but I think that one was in Jonesboro. And A-State also topped Memphis. The most recent time A-State's got a win in that series is 2012. That one was in Jonesboro. So if I'm I'm thinking correctly, the last time A-State got a win (laughs) in the Bluff City was, was 2006, which that one has been vacated. You can always tell it's a good and lengthy series when nobody can agree on what the record is. Sure. The <laughs> and I bet, uh, I bet today, if you, I know the A State game notes are out. I bet the Memphis game notes say something different, as does Winsipedia 
uh, because this one, again, has been has been played so many times. But it's been always been a fun series. This is going to be an easy trek, of course, for the A-State faithful to make. And hope there's a lot of people that are going to be over at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium this week. If it's okay with you guys, I might just call it the Liberty Bowl. Sure, why not? <laughs> but uh, again, going back to, to last year, again, I, it was a game that was decided by chunk plays and by phenomenal players. And just uh, quickly, the notes on the Memphis personnel this year. They do return their leading rusher from last year. Brandon Thomas in that game had a had a great game. He ran for almost 200 yards. He had a couple of touchdowns. But Memphis had a tight end and a wide receiver by the name of, uh, went blank on his, on his first name, Sean Dykes. There it is. Sean Dykes and, and Calvin Austin. Those two guys combined had over 380 receiving yards and five touchdowns. And neither one of those guys are back. So while there's going to be some guys that were out there last year, including their quarterback, Seth Hennigan, and their leading rusher, there's also a lot of uh, shakeup on this Memphis roster from last year. And additionally, they got a couple new coordinators to boot as well. So a lot of things different from this Memphis squad than what A-State faced last year in Jonesboro. Of course, you know, to be fair, there's a lot of things different about this A-State squad uh, than what Memphis faced last year. Although I can tell you uh, from talking with one of their beat writers, Evan Barnes, who's actually a friend of the program and will join us later this week, that uh, Coach Silverfield is already kind of circling Kavon Bennett as as the guy to watch out for on the A-State defense. They're very aware of what he did last year to Red Wolves uniform, and and they know he's going to be tough to deal with in this one as well. We'll, of course, throughout the rest of the week, continue to look more at this Memphis team, what they're good at, what they're not as good at, statistical comparisons this year and, and everything else. But we'll, uh, we've got a whole week to do that. I do want to quickly mention, though, Memphis in a little bit of a same situation as, as A-State. You played a team that was better than you, and that team won, won handily. You played a team that was not as good as you, and you won pretty handily. Memphis opened up the season with a pretty pretty solid, uh, pretty big loss. Not solid. Pretty big loss to Mississippi State last week. They played a very poor Navy team. So one and one, just like Arkansas State football. Uh, we'll go ahead and hit pause here for a moment, but we'll come back and, and continue kind of looking around at what uh, last weekend's impact was on the Sunbelt Conference, including sharing just a couple of comments with you all from Commish Keith Gill, who was on the media call yesterday. But that's all on the way. We'll get to it when we return here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Rice prices falling again. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. September corn at 713 up three quarters. We December corn at 692 down four. September soybeans at 1550 and three quarters up one. With November soybeans 1481 and three quarters down six and a half. September wheat at 850 up eight and three quarters. With December wheat at 865 and three quarters up seven. October cotton at 10649 down 372. With December cotton at 10227 down 344. November rice at 1771 and a half up one and a half. With January rice at 1795 down a half. Moving on to livestock now. October live cattle at 144.95 down 80. With December live cattle at 150.40 down 95. September feeder cattle at 179.55 down 197.5. With October feeder cattle at 189.2 and a half down 220. October lane hogs at 93.55 up 167 and a half. With December lane hogs at 83.92 and a half up 115. That's your EAB noon market report. Brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC. Field tested and farmer approved. 
Seeing agriculture at work all around us is like seeing hope in action. Farmers and Merchants Bank helps farmers and ranchers every day with production loans, equipment, real estate, and more. And we know finding the right lending expert is vital, too. That's why we now have our lenders and their areas of expertise right on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender, growing with agriculture. As harvest begins, the American Seed Trade Association reminds farmers to be diligent in taking the proper precautions to ensure treated seed does not enter the domestic or export grain supply. When properly handled, seed treatments are an effective agronomic tool that provides seeds the necessary protection for a strong, healthy start. Completely remove all treated seed left in containers and equipment used to handle harvested grain and dispose of it properly. Always be careful to follow state and federal guidelines for proper handling, storage, and disposal of treated seed. For more information, visit seed-treatment-guide.com or contact your seed dealer. Have a great time, the chance to win a whole lot of money, and most importantly, support our beloved disabled American veterans on September 24th and 25th at the Open Big Bass Tournament. Go to Get5Bass.com. That's Get, the number 5, Bass.com, to register today. With hourly payouts and a grand prize of $5,000, this two-day tournament benefits our true American heroes, our disabled American veterans. None of this would be possible without our incredible sponsors, including... Entergy, Spurgeon Southern Auto Supply, Centennial Bank, 5J Electric, West Frazier, Neighborhood Market, Remington Ammunition, Garber Aviation, and Grant Payroll. Join us for a special Friday night dinner before the tournament from 5 until 7. Go to Get5Bass.com. That's Get5Bass.com or DAV27AR.org to register today. This ad paid with state and regional funds. Enjoy incredible sleep savings during Gamble Homes Labor Day sales event going on now through September 18th. Shop Gambles and get up to $1,200 off select mattresses and adjustable base sets from respectable brands like Simmons Black, Swank, and Serta Arctic. And you can save up to $300 on Lazy Boys. Plus, pay no sales tax and get 48 months interest-free on qualified purchases. Save big and sleep soundly during Gamble Homes Labor Day sales event now through September 18th. Visit Gamble Home in the Farville Curve and GH Express at Highland Drive in the Uptown. Gamble home. Shop local, give local. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, Exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Three wide, twins left, Fleming's on the right, Blackman going deep right side, has Fleming's open, this is caught, breaks a tackle inside the 30, 25, cuts left across the 20, champ inside the 15, and he's down at the 11-yard line. The Red Wolves renew their most played rivalry Saturday as they hit the road to take on the Memphis Tigers, and you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K-Fine. Coverage from Memphis begins at 3.20 Saturday afternoon with Wolfhouse. Presented by Baird Auto Group. Then it's the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show at 4. The Centennial Bank pregame show at 5. And kickoff at 6 o'clock. A-State football is sponsored in part by Bill's Cost Plus. Jim's Pawn Shop. Pico Foods. George Kell Motors. More air conditioning. Elite Eye Care. Calmer Solutions. Gazaway Ace. The Social. Wise Roads. Farmers Insurance Agent Sarah Tipton. Collision Repair and Denzo Manufacturing. Turn it up and annoy your 
your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Will here with you on a Tuesday, about an hour away from a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves. Matt Stoltz, our hour, noon hour here. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Uh, Also starting up right about now should be Butch Jones' weekly media conference. Again, uh, just kind of curious to see what what he'll say. We're not, of course, going to stream that live, but thankfully... Uh, some of our great Northeast Arkansas media are always uh, on it in terms of tweeting out clips or um, tweeting out comments, things that are important to know. So I'm curious to see what will come out from Jones today at his presser. Again, just a couple things I'm looking to see information on in terms of injuries or, more importantly, lack of injuries from, from last Saturday. And then also, uh, if we're finally going to get to see Tavalence Hunt this season, I certainly hope that's the case again. He had a big game last year. Against Memphis, Arkansas State is, is going to need it sooner rather than later, and I, I hope we get to see him Saturday. Nine three zero three seven seven six the number to call. What should be the official stadium anthem of the vault? Nine three zero three seven seven six on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can see if it is available at your house by heading to rightfiber.com. Again, I kind of put out some of my requirements for a stadium anthem earlier, but I do feel like your ideal stadium anthem should encourage some kind of crowd participation. Whether you're clapping or stomping or whistling or singing along, something, something that gets everybody hyped and ready to take part in what is going on around them. Uh, Here in just a moment, we're going to share a couple clips from yesterday when Keith Gill announced the media, as uh, excuse me, addressed the media. As you can imagine, he was in pretty good spirits, which, I mean, no duh. The Sun Belt over the weekend uh, put on a great performance and received a lot of national accolades, and and those continued to show up, as you've seen a lot of Sunbelt players on Teams of the Week and and things like that. Also, uh, I looked today, and I think it was the CBS Sports Bowl projections had Marshall penciled in at the Cotton Bowl. Okay. So I I personally do feel like that they they are in the driver's seat now. For that bowl, of course, by being in the driver's seat, that means you still got to go undefeated. But, True. <laughs> but Marshall, in my opinion, is in control of their own destiny. Let's go to the phones. Miss Lisa is with us. How are you? Well, I'm great. I'm doing great. Good. Um, I, I'll let me start with Arkansas first. Absolutely. Since we've hired Sam Pittman, of course, our song is uh, "Jukebox Hero" by Foreigner. Because he's always, you know, at the end of turn the on game the jukebox, when they yeah. win yeah. in the locker room, he'll say, let's turn that damn jukebox on. Yeah, that's and, perfect. And it, it, it's worked out perfect. And I don't know if, if when the day comes, you know, when he's not the coach anymore, I look for him to still use it. But um, I was thinking since... Uh, I don't know, I was just sort of thinking, I'm going to give my thoughts on both, and I don't mean to upset anybody, but 
first of all, uh, I think uh, the song with it being referred to as the vault could be something like money, 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 money. I forget who sings that, and uh, but that would be a good one. But if I may issue, and I don't want anyone to take this wrong, but I think I think it needs to be worked on. I think more than a song for the everybody to clap around and do that with, they need to work on filling the thing up. Well, the you reason know, the reason we're going with this today is just because it was a post that was put out encouraging fan interaction. I, I have no yeah. doubt that they're working on on other things behind the scenes to get people to go to these games. But but this is just kind of the 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 lighthearted question today to to get people to to respond and, and have a good time and, and talk about what they'd like to hear on a playlist. Well, you know, and and I'm sure they'll come up with something good. I mean, I'm sure they will. But I had a friend there that goes to most of the games, by the way, and he said there was maybe 10,000 people at the opening game. And, there, you know, I don't know what you do. I don't have the answers. Well, you got to um, win, first off. I mean, back-to-back six-win seasons coming out of COVID is not doing you any favors. No. That you're you're right. Uh, like uh, who was it told me when we had this Razorback caravan out here? Uh, I can't remember now who it was. It's one of the basketball players from '94. He said, "Mr. Lee, oh, I know who it was. It was um, well, shoot, McDan- Clint McDaniel." Okay. He he said, "Mr. Lisa, let me tell you something. With anything in sports." Winning cures everything. And he said, if you don't win, it you know, you're in bad shape. You got to win. And uh, I've thought a lot about him telling me that. And now Clint's in charge of uh, them doing a documentary before 94. But I'm telling you, he's a lot of fun to be around. He's one of them that when he hugs you, he rubs you back. So I always make sure I get a <laughs> hug from him before he gets away from me. But anyway, hello, Will. You did a good job the other day with, I think you were calling soccer. Yes, Am ma'am. I right? it was Sunday and last Thursday, yes. <laughs> well, I put it over when I heard you were calling it. I put it over there and well, I'm learning you. a little bit more. Every time, you do a great job. Well, thank you. Next Thursday is the next telecast as they host Marshall. Oh, what time? Uh, three o'clock. There's a lot of people now, and I can say that. I, well, several people I know personally that listen to ASU soccer because they like to listen to you bring it. So well, thank you. You're doing something right, I'm telling you. <laughs> that makes, that's one thing, anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to brag on people. Well, anyway, uh, who sings that Money, Money, Money song? You know. I don't even know if that'd work, but I'm trying to think. That popped in my head. Yeah, I don't. There's There's a lot of different songs about money, so I'm not sure which one you might be talking about i mean i, I don't idea. either i sure can't sing it but i've that came into my mind but anyway see if y'all have a good stations. day thanks miss lisa you too i mean i think 
I think of, you know, Pink Floyd is the first one that pops into my head. I, let's see. Let's see. Will. Will. Find will this you, here. Let's check on the uh, <laughs> Ride we'll Fiber Hotline. Later. I don't want to play anything directly off the air because I haven't. It's been a minute since I've listened to some of these songs. I don't want to throw out anything that shouldn't be on the radio. But that's the first one that, that pops into that my head. that might be it. We'll see. 9303776 is the number to call. Let's check in with Zach. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. You guys trying to think of a theme song for ASU? Uh, Arkansas State Athletics put up a post earlier and said, hey, what should the official stadium anthem of the vault be? Well, I got two here you can go with. Okay. Uh, kind of a couple of wrestling themes here, but you never can go wrong with wrestling themes, in my <laughs> opinion. Uh, what about the NWO Wolfpack theme song? That has been suggested suggested on social media, yes. Okay. And with Miss Lisa mentioning the vault, why not do the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase theme song? Was that English? Will, could you cue that up? Is this wrestling? I'd have to yes. look that up. No, yes, no, on the second. That. I'm going to make an executive decision. No, on the second one. Why? Because no. Okay, but why, though? Because no. Well, that's just, that's sorry. The, the, uh, the student section would be too, too young for that, most likely, for one thing. Wow. That's way back. Well, you guys are, you guys are a blast. Yeah, I'm a buzzkill. <laughs> This has to be something appealing to the students. That's right. It can't be wrestlers from 30 years ago. (laughs) Good grief. Or longer, actually, in his case. (laughs) Uh, 9303776 is the number to call. I tell you what, actually, let's let's hit pause on the phone lines for just a moment. And let's hear a couple of comments from Keith Gill. Yes. As we mentioned yesterday, he was on that Sunbelt Media call, as he should have been, uh, in very good spirits, following the weekend that the league had and he starts uh well not starts but throughout the conversation he was asked you know why why did everything come together like it did on on saturday how is this league able to go out and have uh, such an incredible amount of success and showcase that to college football fans across the country here's yeah you know i i really do think um i give all the credit to our um, ceos and ad's um in terms of their just vision for football the investments that they've made in football, the way that they've tried to go about kind of hiring that. So on a global perspective, I really do think it's the plan that our CEOs have had for a long time in terms of how to grow um, football programs and brand in this conference. And then I think obviously you got to give the credit to the coaches and student athletes who actually execute it. So I think globally, it's really, you know, relative to our CEOs and ADs and their good planning, good thinking, um, really good approach to how they have built strong football programs and then you know to the execution you know it's the coaches and and the players who you know we've got great players here we've got um great programs who are kind of undaunted going into story places and places filled with winning tradition um and you know they're they're really committed to going out kind of making their own history and making their own um uh, memories and um and so i think when you put all those things together i think you can have kind of weekends like 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 we had last week as you can imagine uh, he was in good spirits he was asked about the attitude in his office uh following that saturday of big upsets and shockingly they were very excited yeah you know i, I think the atmosphere has just been exciting you know we're, we're just really fired up and optimistic i mean there's been a lot of um, energy and buzz 
in terms of, you know, identifying additional ways to, to make sure we take advantage of the moment and, and how we can do that, and what kind of um, things we're going to activate around, whether it's game day or this week leading up into game day or, or kind of post these games. So a lot of excitement, a lot of optimism. Um, I, I think it's positive energy. You know, I mean, you guys have all been around athletic departments enough to know that, you know, you win football on Saturday, you come in on Monday, it's really great. You lose football on Saturday, you come in Monday, it's not, it's not so good. So um, the conference office works very similar. And we, we really had a great weekend, a lot of excitement, a lot of things to be uh, really excited about. And, um, and so that just translates into our mood, um, you know, kicking off the week. One last clip here from Kamish Gill, of course. Uh, the big news following those upsets on Saturday was the fact that now College Game Day is going to make its way to Boone for Appalachian State versus Troy. Um, as you can imagine, that's going to get a whole lot of eyeball, eyeballs on the league and, of course, on the Mountaineers as well. And Keith Gill was asked, you know, what what is the value of a college game day broadcast at a Sunbelt school? Yeah, you know, it's actually hard because it is so valuable, you know, to kind of think about, you know, just how valuable it is. It, it really is tremendous um, for us. You know, um, game day is going to be like a great infomercial to showcase Sunbelt football, obviously to show, showcase two of our great universities in App State, Troy. But, um, but the whole Sunbelt is uh, going to be exposed for the quality institutions, quality football we have. So um, it really is immeasurable. Um, I'm, I'm, I can't be more excited uh, for that opportunity for our league. Um, for our student athletes, for our coaches, and um, and it, it it really is tremendous. I don't know that I could put a value on it because it's really invaluable. I mean, it's, it's just such a tremendous opportunity for us and to showcase our football and showcase the quality of our institutions. Again, that was Commissioner Gill from the uh, Sun Belt Zoom call yesterday. I don't know if we're going to be able to see the Sun Belt uh, repeat its magic this weekend that we saw last weekend. Uh, the, the best bet there is going to be, well, there's a couple games on the schedule that I haven't looked at the lines, but Old Dominion, who, of course, has already knocked off Virginia Tech this year, heads to Virginia. Also, South Alabama heads to UCLA. I don't, I honestly don't know much about the Bruins this year and and what they are going to bring to the table, but I do feel like out of the four conference games at Power 5 opponents, those two are going to be more winnable than perhaps... Texas State at Baylor and ULM at Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes, ULM has won Alabama. at Alabama before, but that was back in 2007 and not as a 50-point underdog. Again, 5-0 is what that was yesterday. I don't know how much it's changed yet or not, but that is that's a historic line. Uh, but uh, we'll, uh, i tell you what, I am curious what the lines are for those first two games that I mentioned. We're going to look for those during the break, but we'll come back and Wrap up this hour brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors right after this on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With the final game of week one in the books, a lot of fan bases have already hit that panic button. Broncos, Packers, Niners, Titans, Bengals all suffered tough losses this weekend. A bad week one could be scary, but not truly indicative of a team's future. Just go back to last season. Packers were blown out by 35 points by the Saints in week one. Green Bay finished with the number one seed in the NFC. Aaron Rodgers won his fourth MVP. The Bills fell to the Steelers week one. They were 13 
13 seconds away from a trip to the AFC title game. After waiting for over five months and building up expectations for your team, an early season loss hurts, but shouldn't hurt as much. The NFL season is a marathon, not a sprint. Think of it as 17 chapters in a book. So if your team was upset or failed to live up to expectations, don't sweat it. Still plenty of football left to be played between now and January. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how the rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. And now that we've talked about that, let's get back to, you know, the stuff we talk about here on the show. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. That's discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because we use Simply Safe. Customize the perfect system for your home and start at simplysafedan.com. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysafedan.com. There's no safe like. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. Stop by car today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay you. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to car today. Buy today at car today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car today, The Jonesboro Young Professionals Network invites you to the 2022 Leadership Conference presented by NEA Baptist and Empower Thursday, September 22nd at Wildflower Event Venue. This year's theme is Redefining Professional with topics from professional, personal, and economic development along with networking all the way down to a movers and shakers panel to give you the tools to impact your community. Hear from speakers like David Schmall, GM of the O'Fallon Hoots, Stephen Lamb of Jonesboro Unlimited, Jack Thomas from the Little Rock Chamber, and Dr. Veronica Gwynn from Arkansas State University. Tickets for this full-day event are only $50 and may be purchased through the Jonesboro Chamber of Commerce. The JYPM Leadership Conference presented by NEA Baptist and Empower is also sponsored by Barton's, St. Bernard's, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. We'll see you on Thursday, September 22nd as we redefine professional with the Jonesboro Young Professionals Network. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Last segment here in this noon hour, brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. 930-3776, a phone number. You'll have to talk fast. 
So we got about a three-minute segment, but you can weigh in on our question of the day. What should be the official stadium anthem of the vault? Looking through some of your answers today. Sadly, you know, nobody on Twitter responded with, Mongolian folk metal, which is on the message boards. I'm a little disappointed that none of you were brave enough to actually attach your Twitter handle to that, but it is what it is. Uh, Some of your other suggestions. As we scroll, at Kara underscore Richie is again where I'm getting some of this feedback from. Aaron throws out a jump by Van Halen. Kale wants to see a local band cover Werewolves of London and replace that lyric with A-State, something more A-State appropriate, or something that ties into the Red Wolves as opposed to the Werewolves. Cass throws out uh, the NWO Wolfpack theme. Again, Zach mentioned that on the call. Cat goes with Howlin' for You by the Black Keys. I'll tell you why that's my answer as well coming up later. And Mr. A throws out The Game by Motorhead. Some of the rest of these I've heard. I'm not as familiar with with that particular song. So, anyways, uh, that is some of your answers so far. You can continue to weigh in on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie or look for our hashtag WDRZ. Uh, Let's look quickly at comments from Butch Jones today. Again, there's kind of three different names that I'm looking for. And seeing if those have appeared yet i'm not seeing anything as i scroll through uh tweets here from chris hodgson of region 8 news and mitchell gladstone of the arkansas democrat gazette they always put out a lot of comments from these press conferences but we'll continue to check in on any reports coming from from a state and of course we'll get a first person recap coming up at 1 30 when voice of the red bulls matt stoltz joins us in studio as well so we can hear his thoughts on today's Jones Presser, and of course, last weekend's game at Ohio State, and of course, this Saturday's game at Memphis as well. So that's all coming up in hour two. We'll also talk some Cardinals with you, continue this conversation on the question today, and look around uh, college football and football in general coming up. Prior to the break, you know, I mentioned I was curious about what some of the lines were for these Sunbelt games uh, this weekend again. <laughs> ULM is a 50-point underdog at uh, at Alabama. Uh, Texas State also a 30-point underdog at Baylor. Uh, according to Vegas, a couple other games might be just a little bit more winnable. South Alabama opened as about a 13.5-point underdog at UCLA, and that's moved up to 15.5. And, and then, uh, according to Vegas, the most winnable of the Sunbelt versus P5 games this week would probably be Old Dominion against Virginia. as uh, That one is at Virginia, but ODU just about a 10-point underdog there so could they pull it off sure they were a six-point underdog at Virginia Tech in week one able to go out and get a a victory there and of course we've seen bigger underdogs in the Sun Belt already win uh, this year several of them in fact again flashing back to Saturday we'll see if the league can can repeat that I think this week no I lied I was about to say this week the first weekend in the Sun Belt where there is not an FCS opponent on the schedule but Southern Miss does host Northwestern State. However, all of the other contests are against FBS competition. And, of course, there is that one Sunbelt matchup on the slate that is a league game, Troy, at App State. So we'll talk more Sunbelt Fun Belt with you later on in the week. But that wraps up 
Hour number one sponsored by David Martin Office Interior. Still quite a lot to dive into in the second hour of the program. We hope you keep it right here with us on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brian Taylor, Plans to Tire Service. While A-State's football focuses on the Memphis Tigers this week, next week has its start time. The Sunbelt opener between the Red Wolves and Old Dominion in Norfolk, Virginia, will kick off next Saturday evening at 5 o'clock Central Time. Television on ESPN+. Plus. The Razorbacks in Texas A&M will be in prime time for next week's Southwest Classic in Arlington, Texas. That kickoff time announced yesterday at 6 o'clock on Saturday, September 24th. The Cardinals are back home at Bush Stadium to open a homestand with a brief two-game series against the second-place Milwaukee Brewers. Cardinals lead Milwaukee by eight games in the National League Central. Jordan Montgomery faces Matt Bush in the opener of the two-game series. First pitch at 6.45. The pregame coverage at 5.50 on 95.9. The Wolf will continue the homestand with a five-game and four-day series with the Reds. That series begins on Thursday. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963. That's Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. The Jonesboro Advertising and Promotion Commission is proud to present the Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Festival. Coming back to Jonesboro Friday and Saturday, September the 23rd and 24th. Friday night, September the 23rd on the Right Fiber Ritter Communication Stage, it's Queen's Ride. And performing Saturday night the 24th, the Gin Blossoms. And it's all free. That's right, free. Music all day on the Right Fiber Ritter Communication Stage and an additional stage. And the festival will also host the First National Bank Kansas City Barbecue Society sanctioned Arkansas State Championship with over $13,000 in prize money. The event includes the third annual SEA State Cookoff on Friday night with a grand prize of $1,000 and an invitation to the SEA Championship in Houston, Texas. Remember, it's all free. The Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Festival, Friday and Saturday, September the 23rd and 24th in Downtown Jonesboro. For entry forms and more information, search down. Downtown Jonesboro Barbecue Fest on Facebook. So you know that Mr. T's is the place for the coldest beer at the best prices. So as summer winds down, it's time for you to make the drive to Mr. T's. Because right now, Bud, Bud Light, and Miller Light 30 packs are just $20.95. So whether it's one final trip to the river or the lake, getting ready for tailgate season, or just restocking the fridge, head across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the Curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When I'm governor, we will educate kids, not indoctrinate them with the left's agenda. We will empower parents, not bureaucrats. 
and we will prepare students for the workforce, not government dependency. I believe every kid growing up in this state should have access to a quality education, a good job, and a better life right here in Arkansas. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will fight back against Biden and the radical left's agenda. Inflation is a pay cut for every Arkansan, and Biden's policies are only making it worse. As governor, I'll begin phasing out the state income tax to give you a pay raise and unleash bold reforms to make Arkansas one of the best places to start and grow a business, creating thousands of new high-paying jobs. Fighting back against the radical left, empowering Arkansans, Sarah Huckabee Sanders for governor. Paid for by Sarah for governor. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Will with you for the second hour of the program here on a Tuesday. Coming up at 1.30, we'll check in with a voice of the Red Wolves. Matt Stoltz in the meantime. What should be the official stadium anthem of the vault? That is our KavanaughCars.com question brought to you shockingly enough by KavanaughCars.com. We tell you all the time that you can find the full inventory that Kavanaugh has on all of, of their dealerships there at KavanaughCars.com. But just a heads up, they also buy cars. Um, in fact, you don't even have to be trading in your vehicle to Kavanaugh for them to buy your ride. Um, if you've got a car that you need to get rid of, go ahead and head to KavanaughCars.com. And it says, we buy cars right at the top of the page. Click here now. Spoiler alert, you're going to click there. Uh, then fill out okay. that information <laughs> and they're going to they are going to reach out to you and get that process started. Um, I, <laughs> if you want to haggle on social media, I mean, that's your business, but if you want to make this process an easy, as easy on you as possible and get top dollar for your car, KavanaughCars.com is, is where it's at. Uh, what should be the official stadium anthem of the vault? Again, is, uh, the question of the day. And the reason we threw this out there is because this is actually a question that A-State Athletics posted earlier. They are trying to find the stadium anthem. For Centennial Bank Stadium. So, by the way, while we'd love your feedback here on the show, and I would love your feedback on my personal Twitter account, if you have a very passionate take about this question, then you're also going to need to respond uh, to A-State's social media as well. They put out that question on Twitter at A-State Red Wolves. They also have that question posted on their Facebook under Arkansas State Athletics, and you could weigh in there. Well, this is not necessarily my, my ultimate answer. I would love to see a Johnny Cash song land on the playlist because you have that university connection with Arkansas State maintaining the boyhood home there in Dice, uh, putting on the Johnny Cash Festival every year. And while, while that's not my ultimate answer, I mean, if we're just tweaking the whole playlist here, which we might as well because this is we, we still have another hour to kill. I, I mean, throw me some Ring of Fire. On that new playlist. Something else that would some way, shape, or form get Johnny Cash into the mix. Maybe even to Black Oak, Arkansas. And in the meantime, have a way to 
play some Squidward voiceovers. Hey, <laughs> there you go. As Roger Bumpus, of course, is a no Arkansas doubt. State alum. Have Jim Dandy Mangrum come be in, sitting with the band at halftime one night. So we can mm. uh, find a hey. few different ways to tie in <laughs> Northeast Arkansas and, and A-State people uh, to what goes on on a game day. Again, 930-3776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. Uh, I want to switch gears and, and get caught up on the Cardinals. Again, as they start a two-game series against Milwaukee tonight at 645 on 95.9 The Wolf. But uh, coming up tomorrow is going to be that history-making start for Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina as a battery. Well, they will pass uh, Lolich and Freehan of, of the Tigers, who previously have held that record. 324. Most starts together as a battery. So right now, Wayno uh, and Yadi are tied with those other guys with that number. And then tomorrow they will go ahead and, and have that record all to themselves at 325. But uh, for those of you that are athletic subscribers, highly recommend an article that Katie Wu put out this morning. She is the Cardinals beat writer for The Athletic. And, and what she did is she actually sat down with Yachty and Wayno to watch their very first start together back in 2007. Now, certainly not their very first appearance together, as, of course, Wainwright had that incredible run as a closer in 2006, and uh, a lot of the Cardinal faithful very clearly remember that and the yeah. picture of him jumping into Yachty Armelina's arms when that one went final. But, but they did not uh, start this run, this historic run, which will be 325 and counting tomorrow until 2007. So uh, it's a pretty funny read um, or... I mean, not laugh out loud funny, but just the way the guys talk to each other and talk about the video and the way they interact. Again, Cardinal fans that subscribe to The Athletic, high, high recommend, heavy recommend that you go and read that article at some point in time today. Uh, In terms of playoffs, the Cardinals could actually clinch one week from today. Now, that is the earliest possible date that the Cardinals could clinch the NL Central title. And the way that they would be able to do it one week from today is they would have to win every game and the Brewers would have to right. lose every game. Right. So is that actually likely to happen? I'm going to go ahead and say no. But in terms of just strict mathematic possibilities, one week from today is when the Cardinals could pull that off and they would, again, be uh, the... Three seed is the way it's looking right now in the NL playoffs. Although, again, the two seed is not out of reach. It's just not not likely. What is highly likely, and again, at this point in time, I kind of just consider a lock, is a division championship because the Cardinals are eight games up right now on the Brewers. And the Brewers just, I mean, they traded, their, they traded themselves out of a NL central title. Now, I know that that Josh Hader certainly in his time with San Diego has not fared well. But I just wonder what Milwaukee would look like if they had if they had held on to him, not made that move. If if that move internally was was questioned so heavily that it just turned that clubhouse into a mess. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it's kind of baffling that after that trade, the Brewers have all but but collapsed. Uh, It's going to be Jordan Montgomery. Tonight for the Cardinals. And I don't know how not to be excited about... Oh, boy. <laughs> about what we're going to see from him tonight. Because 
He has been phenomenal since he's been in a Cardinal jersey. He did have that one hiccup a couple weeks ago against a very hot Braves team where he gave up five earned in, in five innings. But you go back and you look at his starts in a Cardinal uniform and just how many different times he's put up a zero or a one in terms of, of runs allowed. In fact, he's uh, he has one, two, three, four. Four of his seven appearances, the opposition has not scored an earned run against him. And, of course, he did have that absolutely beautiful performance mm, three-ish weeks ago against the Cubs. Right. Where he had that complete game shutout. Maddox, nine innings, one hit. No runs allowed. And I wish I could go back and, and find this comment. And I should have read the article then. I remember seeing it scroll by on social media and didn't click on it. But but Montgomery was asked about why he's been able to come to St. Louis and just and kill it. I mean, his ERA with the Cardinals right now is like one and a half, maybe something like that. Whereas his time with, with the Yankees was not nearly as good. In fact, his ERA in the month of July in a Yankees uniform was almost five. He has been a significantly different pitcher since he's been in St. Louis. And he was asked about, you know, why? Why is it like that? And he said something along the lines of, well, the Cardinals trust me. And the Yankees did not. And, man, the the Yankees lost to St. Louis's gain big time. It is still mind-boggling that the Cardinals were able to acquire Montgomery for a player that's still in a boot. Harrison Bader's a good player when he's healthy. He's going to be a great asset to their outfield. But he's not healthy. And he hasn't played yet in a Yankees uniform. And in the meantime, the Cardinals have seven starts. Again, four of which he's put up zeros from Jordan Montgomery. And he has been such a huge, massive, stabilizing force in that rotation. That was obviously the weakest link um, going into the trade deadline. So all of a sudden, this is uh, just the boost that he has been. It's just impossible to to really wrap your head around. Um you don't want to call it six weeks, seven weeks out, but, I mean, the Cardinals won this trade, right? Yes, they did. <laughs> Most definitely <laughs> I mean, it's, it. It really feels like the Cardinals won this trade. And, again, when Harrison Bader gets on the field, it, it's going to change the equation a little bit. But right now, it's just, uh, again, it's kind of wild that Montgomery has been so different and so much more effective since he's been in, in St. Louis. Uh, the... Brewers, I think, are doing a bullpen start today, I think, is is their game plan. And the first guy out for them is going to be Matt Bush, who is solid um, in terms of, of statistics this year. And he is a he's a righty. Yeah, they're doing a bullpen start today. Is He is not. I, I can't tell you the last time he started a game. So this will be interesting because, you know, with him being a, a righty, I, I continue to look at these. It, it, who's starting for the opposition? Is it a right-hander? Is it a left-hander? Because, of course, if it's a left-hander, what does that mean? It means you're automatically going to see Albert Pujols in the lineup. And if it's a right-hander, it could depend on previous matchups. Uh, it could depend on how deep these guys normally go. Are they going to keep Albert on the bench for later to use in a pinch-hit opportunity? But with this being, again, a, a bullpen game, at some point in time, undoubtedly, I, I'm going to assume we're going to see Albert out there taking an A-B in this win, and of course, with him at 697, um, you know, I selfishly just want to see him out there all the time. <laughs> Although it's not necessarily a recipe for success, I, I do want to see him out there as, 
as much as possible. But I I would guess that he'll get at least an at bat in there somewhere tonight. As the Brewers at some point in time will have to put a lefty on the mound. We'll just see how that goes. Six forty five again is your first pitch time on ninety five nine. The Wolf. There are a couple of uh, day games going on right now around Major League Baseball. Pittsburgh's up on Cincinnati, three to nothing in the top of the sixth. Tampa Bay up on Toronto, four to nothing in the uh, well headed into the top of the fourth. But we'll go ahead and step aside for a moment, come back and uh, get caught up on college football and NFL headlines right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. It looks like there's a flag on the play. That is definitely a flagrant foul. We've got a flagrant foul against the visiting team. Driving on bald tires. That's a major penalty, and that car's impounded until they get the tires fixed. Don't get penalized for driving around on bald or unsafe tires. Join the winning team at Local Tire and Wheel, where buying tires is easy with their six-month same-as-cash payment option and their top-of-the-line customer service. And if you need a longer term, Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan that fits your budget. Plus, no credit check and everyone gets approved. So tires are something that most of us don't budget for. But when we need them, we need them. And Local Tire and Wheel is there to help. They're your one-stop shop for quality tires and quality service that fits every budget. So don't get penalized for driving around on bald or unsafe tires. Join the winning team at Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireAndWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Mark at the Farfield Curve invites you and your family out for a fun night of free music this Saturday, September 17th. Their shop local shows, summer concert series is in full swing. Music begins at 6 p.m. with a great lineup starting with R. Harrington at STB, followed by Joe Bateman, and wrapping up with the Eli Adams Band. Food trucks will be there too, so come out early, grab a spot on the lawn, and enjoy this free event this Saturday, September 17th at Gamble Home Shop Local Park. Gamble Home Shop Local, give local. Need health insurance now? Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield's limited duration plans provide affordable coverage designed to cover you for the length of time you need it. You don't have to wait to shop for health insurance. You can apply for these policies at any time. Call Woody Harrelson at 870-897-5000 or come see Woody at 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Plans available only to residents in Arkansas. Nebo Auto Center, Northeast Arkansas's original new car alternative, is now celebrating its 20th year. And now is the perfect time to swing by their all-new location, just a quarter mile south of the old one on Stadium Boulevard. If you're in the market for a late model, low-mileage car, truck, or SUV, Nebo has a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget. Visit NeboAuto.com and see them at their new location at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. And look for the red roof. We go Nebo. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security, bank better. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. If you're looking for more from your vacation, you can find it in Arkansas. Starting with more value. In just a short drive, you'll find yourself in the middle of a world of possibilities. And with plenty of free things to see and experience, you can spend less and get more from a visit to the natural state. Plan the perfect trip that's also just right for your budget at Arkansas.com. Seek more in Arkansas. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. T-minus 15 minutes from a conversation with the voice of uh, the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll join us in studio, and uh, I'm guessing share some comments that Butch Jones has made today in his media Q&A. However, I will uh, pass along something that I know I've got my eye on as we check in here on a tweet from Region 8 Sports Director Chris Hutchinson as Butch Jones goes over the injury list said that wide receiver Tavalence Hunt will practice today. Yes. He will be a game-time decision, but he will practice today. In some injuries that were reported prior to the season, wide receiver Wyatt Beagle is out of his knee brace. So this week of rehab will be key to updating a timetable for his return. And linebacker Javante Mackey, a guy that were really high on the preseason who then suffered uh, an injury there that they were afraid at first was going to keep him out all year is now about three weeks from returning. So positive, positive, positive for A-State. And since nothing was mentioned about Mincy or Flemings, I'm going to assume that there are positives or or no updates there in terms of their status. The depth chart has been released uh, this week. I glanced over it super, super briefly. Uh, I did note that there are are no changes on offense, and I, I... Skimmed over it so quickly on defense, and honestly, I, I don't, I don't know if there's anything different there. We'll go back and look at it uh, after the show today, and, and make sure um, it, we're all clear on it tomorrow as as we continue to talk more about what's ahead with a state football at Memphis. Switching gears to our KavanaughCars.com question: What should be the official stadium anthem of of the vault? I don't think it's a secret what what my answer is because we've had a similar question to this on social media before, but. But I am firmly in the camp of Howlin' For You by a band called The Black Keys. This is a song that came out in 2010. Okay. And I think it fits all of the different things I have outlined earlier. We don't have to play it, Will. All the things I outlined earlier. I was just earlier, seeing if we even had it in we our don't. system. We don't. Uh, all of the <laughs> things we outlined earlier in terms of, of how it could fit in at Centennial Bank Stadium. One to the best of my knowledge, nobody else is using this. Of course, it does have the wolf imagery with the words howling for you in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also, there's a point in the song where there's a, a series of... Uh, the lead singer is singing na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. And that would be an easy, easy part for the fans to sing along with. Okay. 
Howling for you. Got my attention there. Is okay. uh, is what it's called. So that is that's that's my song, and that's one I've seen a couple of other people um, share on Twitter as well, in social media. Again, it would be unique to A State. It's got the wolf imagery. I think the the students would like it. I think everybody could sing along. Again, the words there are literally na 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 na. So I mean, come on, you guys can figure that out, right? <laughs> everybody can remember that, right? Right. Uh, speaking of crowd participation, yes. Um, and I apologize to any fans that are listening, but Texas A and M is a cult, and you cannot convince me otherwise. They've had the most fascinating week. Uh, they're in Aggieland. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll get to it. Well, <laughs> but so of course they lose over the weekend. Everybody knows that, right? But then on yes. Sunday, video starts to come out on social media of their midnight yell. Prior to that game against App State. Midnight Yell is a goodness knows how long that tradition has gone on at Texas A&M. But all of their fans there assemble at Kyle Field. And basically Texas A&M students roast their opponent. And there's all these other traditions and things they they go through there at, at Midnight Yell. It is fascinating to watch. Uh, but yell leaders give a, a pregame hype speech. Now, again, they do the midnight yell in, prior to, what, all the home games? I the, believe that's right, yeah. Yeah, so th- this is certainly nothing new. And they have yell leaders, and so fine. But but this one, of course, in retrospect, comes off as incredibly, incredibly cringeworthy due to the fact that, of course, they went out and got dominated by App State. So, since then, why this has become even more fascinating is A&M is trying to, like, scrub the internet of this video. Which, first off, that doesn't work. The internet never forgets. (laughs) True. So, that's why you should always be careful with anything you put out there because the internet never forgets. And so, this video is never, ever, ever going to go away. But Texas A&M, in the process, has made it significantly worse for themselves. Because right now, in in this year of 2022, I think it's fair to say that a lot of us have shorter attention spans than we used to. Every couple days, there's something else that comes up on social media that gets our attention. Or there's a new storyline in the sports world that, that all of a sudden we have to react to and we forget what we were talking about two days ago. So if, if A&M had just let this video play out and just moved past it, I think a lot of the college football world would have moved past it too. But instead, what A&M has done is they have sent out copyright notices to numerous people who posted this video. And so, therefore, they've gotten that video pulled from social media. But again, the internet doesn't forget. True. So, all they're doing is making this worse and giving people reason to talk about it for longer than they would have if they would have just sucked it up and taken the L and just said, yeah, 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 you know, we had a midnight yell about it. We do this every year. Everybody move on. But they did not do that. So, And, and I was reading last night. They were, they were filing all those copyright notices. But yet the entire, the full, like, 21-minute video was still up on the Texas yeah. A&M YouTube page. Duh. That's weird. <laughs> uh, quick note on, on A&M. Um, of course, we've seen some historic wins in the Sun Belt, uh, some historic uh, victories by underdogs. You know, apps, not App State. Let me uh, let me start with A State. 
A-State has beaten three Power 5 teams ever in school history. The Raging Cajuns have beaten four Power 5 teams ever in school history. App State claimed their fifth win over a Power 5 program back on Saturday. What do these schools have in common? Other than, of course, being members of the Sun Belt. All three have beaten A&M. Kind of an interesting tie there when you don't mm. have that many uh, don't have that many wins to choose from. By the way, I would actually probably kill to see the midnight yell from before the A State game. That would have been interesting in two thousand eight. Yeah. So if anybody you know if anybody's got that video in the archives, y'all send it send it my way. <sighs> Meanwhile, uh, last night, of course, uh, Russ Wilson's good suit probably the only thing. His suit, probably the only good thing about his night uh, there on Monday Night Football. Why Why do people think that players are going to go back to previous teams and be beloved? There's, It seems like there were there were some people out there in, in NFL world or in Denver that thought that, that Russ Wilson was just going to be welcomed back to Seattle with open arms. Right. <laughs> He, I, I hope, I hope that when he returns to Seattle as a retired guy, that he will get the love and, and accolades that he deserves I from he the will. Seahawks after a after a great career there. But you're, I think every, I, I, I'll be honest. Forget all this best fans in baseball stuff. It drives me nuts when Cardinals fans take. 10 minutes to celebrate an opposing player that used to play for the Cardinals. That's your enemy now. Boo them. Celebrate them when they come back as a retired player, especially if it's somebody in the division. Drives me bonkers. A lot of booze. A lot of booze for Russ Wilson in Seattle last night. They lost. I honestly (laughs) kind of forgot that Geno Smith was still around. And did a fine job yeah. last night. <laughs> yeah. I it just it kind of slipped my mind, which is wild because it wasn't that long ago that he was having an incredible career at West Virginia. Uh, it's not like it's not like that was, you know, back in the early 2000s. That was recent. <laughs> and again, it kind of slipped my mind. But then again, you know, he spent that time with the Jets and nobody spends a lot of time uh, thinking about yeah, the Jets. So, <laughs> so that's uh, that's my excuse. For that, of course, there was also the fact that last night uh, they went with that field, went for that field goal at the end of the game. Goodness. A lot of questions uh, on why. I, I, my, myself among those asking those yeah. questions, yeah. <laughs> but a very interesting week already in the NFL. Very interesting week one in the NFL. Of course, if you're Cowboys fans, we will <laughs> we will send you our thoughts and prayers. As unfortunately, one of the biggest stories I think in the NFL in week one was was. A, a large slate of injuries around the league, from Dak to to Watt to, I mean, former Cajuns running back Elijah Mitchell is already injured there, as he was supposed to be the lead guy this year with San Francisco. Just a, a lot of bad news from the league in Week One. Hopefully, everybody can stay healthy in Week Two. But we'll step aside, and when we come back, we'll circle the conversation back around to Arkansas State. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz will be with us in studio right after this here on the Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. It's almost here. The NEA District Fair. Same place, same great fun. Extended days are back for even more fun. The fair kicks off Thursday, September 22nd and runs through Saturday, then picks up again Monday the 26th for a full week of everything fair. Get ready for all the incredible carnival rides, animals, entertainment, food, and fun you can handle. Armbands are sold daily with the exception of Tuesday. Get armbands Monday through Thursday for $20 and Friday and Saturday for $25. Single ride tickets will still be available. On the 27th, it's a two for Tuesday. All admissions are just two bucks, all rides are two bucks, and even certain food items and game specials on the Midway are two bucks. Thursday is senior day. Anyone over 65 gets in free from 1 to 6. Gates open at 4 for the Midway, Monday through Friday and noon on Saturday. Gate admission is only $6 for adults, $3 for kids Monday through Friday, and $6 gate admission for everyone on Saturday. And kids 12 and under are admitted free on Friday, September 30th from 1 to 6. September 22nd through October 1st, the NEA District Fair, where old friends meet. We'll see you at the fair. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Played Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Played Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Played Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Played Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. NEA Golf Cars reminds you the next spring will be here before you know it. And when it arrives, make sure you're making your way around the course in a sweet ride from NEA Golf Cars. And you can book yours now by calling 236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars is home to all the top brands, including the industry-leading Onward by Club Car, plus a large selection of used carts and all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its very best. Visit NEAGolfCars.com or call 870-236-GOLF. NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is committed to serving their banking customers as well as the communities where they live. And that's why we've invested in a new local call center located in our main office that not only provides FNBEA customers with access to real-time support for their banking needs, but also creates opportunities for more East Arkansans to come work with the region's largest independently owned bank. As your hometown bank for 135 years, we're offering convenience and commitment to all our many loyal customers. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FT. If you're a mechanic or mechanically inclined with the willingness to learn, Harris Ford and Newport would like to talk to you. For years, Harris Ford has been known to train and employ some of the best service technicians in America, and we're now looking for new applicants. So whether you're a seasoned professional or mechanically inclined with a good attitude and willing to learn, Harris Ford is offering competitive pay and benefit packages. So don't delay and contact Gerald today at Harris Ford, 523-5559, 523-5559. Attention, members and guests. Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment, returns Wednesday night from 7 to 8 at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive. Join head football coach Butch Jones along with the special player guest and listen along on 
99K5. Plus, audience members can win prizes from textbook brokers. It's all at Lost Pizza Wednesday night at 7 during Live with the Red Wolves, presented by Greenway Equipment and sponsored by Crown Limousine, Vision Care Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, and Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right. We will get to some very important topics with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. This is in studio with us now. However, we're trying to figure out the stadium anthem for the vaults. And since I am so passionate about it being this song, I thought we should at least play it <laughs> at some point in time today on the uh, on the show. So here's your intro, Matt Stoltz. We'll just go with Howlin' for you from now on when you when you walk in the studio. That's okay. Yeah. You okay with this one? I'm very okay with this. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm really interested to see, you know, how this goes as far as just the the interactive selection of whatever the stadium theme is going to be but i trust our fans i think they'll come up with something good but are hey, you sure because i saw a uh, one answer for a I, there's going to be some metal. dumb one what mongolian folk metal okay no i'll i'll go ahead and shoot that one down <laughs> fascinating <laughs> i've seen some good ones though <laughs> i have i have too uh we're probably going to skip on the mongolian folk metal for today though if that's i didn't right. realize and and maybe this is common knowledge but you know hang on sloopy is what they play at the end of the third quarter at ohio state really wow yeah. holy smokes so I never would have thought that. That was, uh, and, and I know the end of the third quarter is a, a popular time yeah. to play whatever, I guess, the stadium song is. But I don't know when our song will be played, but you know, maybe it's in that time slot. But I think it's cool to have more traditions there. And, I, you know, Brad and I were talking about it during the podcast yesterday. I think that that's something that that uh, I think will only enhance the experience for our fans, something for them to look forward to. Of course, it's still going to be, it feels like forever until this team is going to be back in Jonesboro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, October the 1st is is the next home game. But uh, flashing back to Saturday, of course, the Red Wolves in Columbus at Ohio Stadium. 45-12 to 12 was the final there at third-ranked Ohio State. I, despite what was, you know, a little bit of a lopsided score, I've had a lot of positives oh, from, yeah. from Saturday. What about you, your, your thoughts on the loss? Extremely encouraged by... A lot of the things we saw, and the fact that we, you know, we had more yards, had more points than a top five opponent yeah, did Dame. the week before, uh, was very encouraging. And I'll tell you this: I sat down with Coach Jones on Sunday morning to do the TV show, and he and I were talking about this off the air. And I kind of asked him what Ryan Day had told him, and he said, "Well." Ryan Day told me this, and several of his friends that are on the Ohio State coaching staff came up after the game and said the same thing, that our guys played harder than Notre Dame did the week before. And it was a noticeable uh, difference in the effort just uh, for 60 minutes. I I thought our guys played really, really hard, did a lot of things well. 
moved the football well at times. Obviously, it would have been great to punch it in sure. the end zone. Maybe if we got 30 more seconds on the clock there at the end, <laughs> we would have scored a touchdown because uh, we ended the uh, the ball game with the football at the six-yard line. So uh, I thought that, that we moved the football well. One of the things that Tim Allison and I talked about during the broadcast the other day was the fact that, you know, we've got two offensive tackles on that Ohio State offensive, offensive line that are preseason All-Americans. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought our defensive ends more than held their own against those guys. And um, I, I thought they did a really, really nice job uh, throughout the day. And, you know, to, to have six tackles for a loss against uh, against that bunch was, was – uh, very impressive, I thought. We broke up several passes. Uh, I loved uh, Malik Straker's play on the final play of the first quarter. You know, they're trying to hit Marvin Harrison Jr. at the goal line, and Malik comes in and breaks it up, and they end up having to kick a field goal on the first play of the second quarter. Uh, I thought that was really good. And, and then I thought special teams. Uh, I thought we probably had the advantage in special teams the other day. Ryan Hansen uh, was fantastic in the punt game. Uh, Dominic Zavada, uh, a true freshman in front of 100,000 people in his first road game, uh, going four for four. Uh, and really, you know, there was never any doubt with yeah. any of those field goals. Uh, he was perfect. Uh, that says a lot about just how talented he is. And, you know, Jack Bullard is our deep snapper. And, you know, talk about the deep snapper very often. But he, he does a fantastic job and has for the last several years. And, uh, you know, on that muff punt with less than three minutes to go, he was the run, one running down and recovering the fumble. So, um, yeah, really good to see uh, our specialists play as well as they did the other day. And no turnovers, which is huge because you obviously cannot give. Yeah, one of 11 teams in the nation right now that hasn't turned the football over through the first two weeks. And uh, I think that says a lot. And. You even go back to the final game of of last season, they didn't turn it over. So three straight games, the Red Wolves haven't turned the football over. And I think I saw a stat where Memphis has forced at least one turnover each of their last seven games. So uh, I think that's going to be critical uh, going into this week. Uh, You know, who can win that turnover battle, especially with two teams that seem to be pretty evenly matched right now. Talking to the voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, who's here with us in in studio, and you know, you just came back, of course, from from today's press conference. Butch Jones addressing the media. Sounds like it, there's there's good news on the injury front, not just from a state coming out of Ohio State healthy, but in in terms of players we could get to see soon as well. Yeah, I mean, we're hoping to get uh, Tavalence Hunt back, and you know, he was the top returning receiver in the Sun Belt, uh, yards-wise, uh, from a season ago. I mean, nobody had more than surveillance as far as the receivers that were coming back in the league. And, uh, you know, he's missed the first two weeks, and now uh, I know he's worked extremely hard to try to get back. Uh, just, uh, you know, hearing what I did last week, he, he was starting to, to make a lot of progress the second half of last week. I know he's practicing today, and – you know, hopefully he's ready to go on Saturday. He's uh, he's been trying to uh, trying to get past that injury for a while now, and uh, uh, hopefully he he's ready to go. And 
Yeah, we came out of that Ohio State game, I think, about as as good as you yeah. could, especially against a, an opponent like that. So uh, th- that is something, you know, knock on wood, that has been pretty encouraging to this point. Looking ahead, uh, or actually flashing back, you know, last season Hunt did have a phenomenal game against Memphis. It was he one did. of his best performances. And, of course, that one was a wild one, went down to the line, but is is – 2006, the last time A-State has won at Memphis? Yeah, now, we've only played there twice okay, since then. Okay, okay. You know, we, we beat them here in 07. We actually had a stretch of three straight games against Memphis that were in Jonesboro. Beat them in 07 here, the, the comeback. Uh, blew them out in 11, and then uh, beat them in 12. And those were all in Jonesboro. We did go there in 13, and... Uh, lost that game, didn't play him again until 2020, and lost that game uh, in Memphis. So Memphis has actually won the last three in the series uh, when you, you know, loop in that that game last year uh, in Jonesboro, which turned into quite a shootout. It's been interesting because that game was was competitive because Blackman was throwing it all over the place. And this season we, we haven't really seen Gunslinger Blackman yet he's certainly still capable of it but he's been kind of more of a a game manager in these first couple of games well and really that was uh uh, that was when he came in the ball game you know he played a quarter and a half and 17 minutes and he threw for over 300 yards and it kind of gave us a glimpse of what James Blackman can do because he was he was throwing it deep and um yeah, had a had a great night, and look, you, you remember we came back, lost the game fifty-five to fifty. We had a hail mary attempt at the end of the game to try to win after uh, coming back from three scores down. But uh, yeah, I, I remember that game pretty vividly, and <laughs> I think that uh, uh, I think James uh, showed us a little bit in that game. Can he be a gunslinger? Yes, but. And I, I've really been been impressed with the way he's operated the first two weeks. And we, we sat here at this time last week, and we talked about what he did against Grambling. And, you know, he had the number one quarterback yeah. rating in the country for week one. He was so efficient. You know, he's 15 of 20 for 210. He threw two touchdown passes. But the thing we came away so encouraged about was the fact that he ran for a couple of touchdowns. And just having – that is a threat now for him possibly you know, being able to run the football a little bit more this year is is uh, critical, I think. And then last week, I, look, I thought he played really well. I mean, he didn't force anything. He made some good, you know, uh, good decisions. He was 20 of 34 for 188 and didn't throw a pick. So, um, yeah, I mean, he, he's he's operating at a really high level right now. Looking ahead to Saturday, you know, Memphis is, is going to look a little bit different than they did last year, which, I mean, A-State will as well, but new coordinators. Uh, last year's running back returns, but the guys who, who hauled in all the catches for the most part against A-State last year have departed. What What's kind of the, the MO this year? That, what have they been good at in their first couple of games of the season? Well, I think they're kind of, they're kind of like – our guys are. I mean, uh, this is the most evenly matched of their contest. It seems like Navy is is a little bit down this year. They're they, bad. They had lost to Delaware. It was a Delaware in week one. You can just say they're bad. Yeah, and uh, 
And then they played, you know, a, a good Mississippi State team in, in week one, and and they got blown out in Starkville. But, yeah, I, I think this will be a, a pretty evenly matched game, and we're going to probably learn a lot about both of these teams. But, yes, you know, Hennigan's back at quarterback. He threw for a whole lot of yards last week. Uh, I remember Brandon Thomas uh, last year, and uh, he's an Arkansas native uh, running back. I just – you know, gave up 55 points in that game last year, and there are just so many big plays. So and that was the theme for the whole first half of the season last year were the big plays. And then, you know, we talked about how they tur- the A-State defense turned it around in the second half, and we didn't see near- nearly as many big plays given up. And, look, this is an entirely different Arkansas State defense than what we saw a year ago at this time. So I'm really, really anxious to see uh, how they match up this year as compared to last year because I, I, I really think uh, it's not even close to being the same defense that, that we put out there last year. We went over the, the box score for the 2021 matchup earlier in the program, and I, it, I think I kind of had selective amnesia with that game because there was multiple 75-yard touchdowns, 50-yard touchdowns, 60-yard oh. touchdowns by Memphis. It was... It's a little unpleasant. And then, of course, you had to go and bring up the 13 game, too. So thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> the 13 game. Well, you know what I remember about the 13 game? I, I remember J.D. McKissick making that incredible leap from the five-yard line for the touchdown. And that's uh, that was the one highlight from that game that I think everybody remembers most. I but re- I think that's the only time we scored that day. It was. It was. I remember how blindingly bright Memphis's chrome helmets were in oh. a hot, miserable sun on a gross, miserable day. That I, <laughs> We're not going to see that on Saturday. That's my bold prediction. Nothing like that. But, Good. But uh, podcast is dropped. Second and Done podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find that uh, wherever you get your podcast. And then uh, pregame coverage will start up Saturday at 320 for Wolfhouse, 4 o'clock for Network, 6 o'clock kickoff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you'll be there with us in Memphis. So That's the game plan. Hopefully we're having a lot of fun. And you mentioned the podcast. We've got uh, Coach Raffo in there okay. with us this week and had a really good visit with him. And he, he gave us a lot of good information on the 22 new players on his roster uh, for this year. And uh, he's. I think after you listen to it, you're going to be pretty encouraged by what he's brought in and the way he and his coaching staff has, have really – attacked the recruiting process and uh, trying to you know right the ship with A-State baseball and he also dropped some really good scheduling news too and we put the clip out on social media but it uh, we could see a uh, record number of home games this year at Tomlinson Stadium and uh, upwards of 35 home games this year at the time which means they would not play a single non-conference series uh, a weekend series so uh, you've got some non-conference midweek games on the road uh, but outside of that uh, they're going to be playing at the time a lot which is something we really haven't seen before so that's that's a a pretty neat thing that is again second and on podcast yep check on that Uh, in the meantime though uh, we'll step away and take our last break of the day thanks for hanging out with us oh yeah Helen, Helen, for you your vote for the question of the day I I really like the song. I'll say that. But not your not your vote is also what you you can't throw out a George Strait song. Well, 
You can always work in George Floyd's <laughs> yeah, song. Of course. Right. <laughs> right. well, thanks, Dalton. Well, since you, since you didn't vote for my song, we're kicking you out. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> One more break to take. We'll come back and wrap up today's Workday Red Zone after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Puts Fleming's in motion. They give it to Champ, trying to get around the right edge. He's got the first down and more. Champ steps out of bounds at the 14-yard line. 15 yards on fourth and one. The Red Wolves renew their most played rivalry Saturday as they hit the road to take on the Memphis Tigers. And you can hear it all on your home for A-State football, 107.9 K-Fine. Coverage from Memphis begins at 3.20 Saturday afternoon with Wolf House, presented by Baird Auto Group. Then it's the Arkansas Ford Dealers Tailgate Show at 4, the Centennial Bank pregame show at 5, and kickoff at 6 o'clock. A-State football is sponsored in part by Central Baptist Church, 1812 Pizza, First Financial Mortgage, Tedder Equipment, Blue Cross Blue Shield agent Woody Harrelson, Poinsett Turf Grass Company, Crumble Cookies, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Glen Sane Motors, Discount Metal Roofing, WT Equipment, and Farmers and Merchants Bank. Let's do lunch at Houlihan's at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro. Whether you're craving comfort food or lighter fare, something small portioned or a bit more substantial, even meatless or gluten-free, Houlihan's will make it perfect just for you. Ask about the Let's Do Lunch card from Houlihan's, where you'll get 15% off your food purchase, and after four visits, your lunch is free. Exclusions apply. Feed your lifestyle at Houlihan's at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro. Perfect atmosphere and perfect price to get lunch any way you like. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. The cost of nearly everything is rising, including the cost of borrowing money. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we recommend a strong borrowing strategy as a vital part of every good business plan. Our loan experts can guide you through a great lending strategy to maintain and grow your business before rates rise again. Find the lender to meet your needs on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. When you're celebrating a special occasion, the journey is often just as important as the destination. So arrive in style with the help of Crown Limousine. Weddings, birthday parties, concerts, anniversaries, prom night, or just because. Crown Limousine's premier luxury service will usher you with elegance in their 14-passenger Hummer or one of their 10-passenger Lincolns. Find Crown Limousine on Facebook and at crownlimo1.com or call 215-0077. Reserve your next memory in motion with Crown Limousine. Don't let your credit stop you from getting your next vehicle. Drive your deal to the max at dealer financing you. Automax of Jonesboro. Hi folks, Craig Stone here. If you need to upgrade your ride, don't worry about your past. Come to Automax. At Automax we have financing to fit your budget with affordable monthly payments and low down payments. Whether you've had previous bankruptcies, repossessions or even foreclosure, Automax has financing for you. So when the other guys tell you no, turn into Automax, where it is our goal to get everyone approved. 
And at AutoMax, you can buy with peace of mind and knowing that every vehicle sold in-house comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile powertrain warranty. And as always, AutoMax is giving top dollar for trades, running or not. So push them, pull them, just bring your clunker to AutoMax and drive away in style. So what are you waiting for? Stop by AutoMax today at 3612 Stadium Boulevard. Give us a call at 870-934-9200 or speed up your approval by applying online at AutoMaxJonesboro.com. And hey, we buy cars too, even if you don't buy ours. So if you're looking to buy new, give us a chance to buy yours and ensure you get the most out of your training. Automax financing you. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife's new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing and she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Will with you for just a couple more minutes. Looking ahead to Wednesday. Keith Merritt should be with us for the first hour of the program. All right. Additionally. And we'll have our A-State update tomorrow brought to you by Calmer Solutions. So we'll check in on the Red Wolves campus, see what some of the latest news is there. Shout out to A-State Tennis as there is a picture of them on social media making the rounds. Apparently yesterday they swung by Jonesboro Animal Control and dropped off well, it looks, it's just a big old bag yes. of tennis balls. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. So I'm guessing there are some very, <laughs> very happy, very good boys and girls yes. today at Jonesboro Animal Control that are celebrating that delivery from Arkansas State Tennis. So I know I know my good boy at home would be pretty oh, fired up. Oh, I bet he would. <laughs> if somebody came by and dropped off a massive bag. Of tennis balls. He would also just eat the cover off of them. But anyways, what do you do? Dogs dogs are going to dog. Uh, looking Very elsewhere true. at any other news <laughs> and notes uh, going on today before we wrap it up and get out of here. Just checking in on any national headlines that we might have missed over the course of the previous couple of hours. The Suns owner, Phoenix Suns owner, has been suspended for a year fine, $10 million. You find that story on ESPN dot com uh they are of course a lot of injury news uh that is being discussed there unfortunately in terms of what's going on with Dak what's going on with Watt uh those guys and uh everything that happened in week 1 in the NFL checking in on a couple of MLB games that are already underway today Pittsburgh is still leading Cincinnati 5 to 1 that one is through 7 in Cincinnati and then the only other game in action right now 
Uh, Tampa Bay is leading Toronto 4 to nothing in the top of the six. Cardinals hosting Milwaukee 6-45 is when that one will get underway. So I'm sure starting lineups will be out uh, here in just a bit from the Birds. Again, uh, it's a righty on the mound today for the Brewers. However, it's going to be a bullpen game for them. So crossing my fingers, we'll see Albert out there for a pinch hit opportunity at some point in time. Uh, coming up in, in this evening's contest, we shall see. Don't see any more weird midnight yell videos at this point in time other than the one we've already discussed today. So I guess college football, slowly but surely, moving on from that story. Uh, early heads up, coming up Thursday, we're going to talk with Evan Barnes of the Commercial Appeal, Not Memphis right. beat writer, friend of the program, looking forward to getting his insight on this year's Tiger Squad. Because again, just personnel-wise, some of those some of those guys that went off on Arkansas State last year have moved on. So we'll find out more about them as we continue to make it through the week and get you closer to game day. But that is a wrap for us here on today's Workday Red Zone. Appreciate everybody who tuned in, called, texted, commented, tweeted. And of course, thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for spending a segment with us as well. If you missed that chat, you can find it coming up later at 953theticket.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Cade Carlton. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. Workday Red Zone will return tomorrow at noon. For Will, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Cannot wait to, to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon. Uh-huh.